This is The Art Life. Hello, I'm Zondra Robinson-Burns, writer and the founder of Heroin Training, and today's episode is about the pajama life. I am so pleased to welcome in my co-host and fellow pajama enthusiast, actress and activist, Grace Gordon. Grace, how is your art life? My art life is experimental. I I have so many new things in my life right now. And I, you know, I have this like YouTube channel that I launched with this media company. I have a new website. Um, and I have, uh, I gave myself an assignment, which was that, um, uh, there's this, there's this horror themed gallery in Pasadena that does these really cool, like monthly installations. And, um, they're doing a Stephen King gallery in a couple months and they like announce their call for submissions. And I just like pumped out a bunch of fine art pieces. Cause I just said, I want to do this. I want to try. I want to put myself out there and, and make some art in a new medium. Um, and I, I just sent in my submission like a couple hours ago, which felt really good because it was scary and it was vulnerable because it's not like fine art is not is not my forte, you know, it's not my specialty. And um, it's something that I've been playing with in the past year, really, only. But I said, this is inspiring for me and it has a deadline, so I'll do it. And even like YouTube has been something that I I said, you know, I'll try this out, you know, if I will, we'll see how it goes and if I like it, I'll stick with it. So my art life is experimental because I'm trying a lot of new things and I'm enjoying the process of learning the different mediums but I really don't feel attached to the outcomes of anything like I feel I feel really okay with like trying these things out and and you know watching them fail honestly if they're not right then they're not right so I'm I'm my art life is experimental and I'm I'm loving the process of it congratulations on entering your first art show Thank you. It was fun to submit. And it, and part of the fun was the vulnerability. Like Katra saw me working on these different pieces the past week. And, um, and she said, are you excited to submit? Like, how do you feel? And I, I said, I don't feel good. <laughs> you know, I said, um, I worked really hard on these and I'm looking at them and I hate them. And I was like, this is a new thing. And and it's I'm not yet as technically good as I want to be. And so it's vulnerable to put myself out there. But that's also kind of part of the enjoyment factor is there are certain things. Um, I mean, there's I'm always a student. You know, I, I'm always going to be a student in any craft that I, I'm part of. But there's some things like modeling, especially that I just do so much of that I feel very um I feel very competent at it. I feel very secure when I go do a shoot and I'm like, okay, I did that. I'm good at this. And like auditioning is the same way. Like I actually don't really get nervous about auditions. I feel like pretty like, okay, this is, I know how to audition. Um, so it, it, it was kind of exciting to like do something that made me feel raw and remember that feeling. Cause I think it's important and it made me, made me 
it reminded me that I need to be taking more risks. It's funny, that's kind of how I feel about Instagram on a regular basis because visuals are my hobby too or not my forte as you put it and I even consider modeling part of my Instagram but I'm not a professional like you are I just take photos of myself that supports other aspects of my art and I I do my own calligraphy for my essay covers and I have taken a couple of workshops for fun, but I am by no means a professional calligrapher. And so Instagram is on one hand this fun place to try out those things, but it also very much feels like a an art studio in progress of it, it is vulnerable because I'm I'm there with the same on the same hashtag with people whose main thing is calligraphy. And it was it was eye-opening for me at a blogging event when one of my mentors was talking to me and just mentioned offhand, like, well, you're a writer, so that's an advantage that you have as a blogger. And it, it occurred to me in that moment that other bloggers had to had to write because that's what blogging required, but not every blogger identified as a writer. And now that we've shifted more from a blogging world into an Instagram one, I'm sort of feeling the other side of that, of visuals are not my main thing, but I'm showing up anyway, and it's it's fun to explore. Yeah, it is fun. And it's like, we are always evolving as artists. Like, you know, not just in the age of rapidly changing digital media, but just as artists, we're going to try new mediums and we're going to have to change the way we market our materials and meet new collaborators. And like it, we have to, we have to grow, we have to try new things. So we may as well enjoy the process. Sandra, how is your art life? My art life is back on track As listeners of the show will know, I have been traveling a lot, and this week I was struggling with some mental and physical illness, and so I decided at the weekend I need to recalibrate here and get back on track. And when I started the week, I thought that that would have more to do with my my to-do list and catching up on tasks, getting ahead on tasks. But actually, speaking of writing, what has been the most grounding for me is returning to my morning writing practice and being even more strict with myself about letting that be purely creative time. And one way that I signify that is by not bringing my laptop with me when I go out to a cafe to do work. I just have my physical notebooks as, as celebrated in our recent notebooks episode. And I let that time be my 
exploratory time when I write about whatever is calling to me in the present moment. And it feels so uncomfortable to get into this routine because it's not directly productive, but it ends up being the most sustainable practice for my art in the long term and also for my well-being. I'm so glad that you're able to center back in these routines, especially after doing so much travel and being unwell. You're really such a master at the the routine <laughs> and um, the grounding practices. So it's so refreshing to to hear you back at it and and feeling more like yourself. Thank you. And it's true. I've been thinking about what you say, Grace, about about owning compliments and owning your strengths, saying thank you, it's true. And I am good at routines. I am good at organizing my life. And so sometimes it I need to take a moment and let myself live up to that potential, you know? So like let myself spend an extra few minutes with the mindset of, I'm good at this. I can figure this out if I just give myself a little bit more space to do so. And I did. So here we are. Today we're talking about pajamas. What are we talking about? We're talking about pajamas. Why? <laughs> One of my favorite pieces of um, of feedback that we get about this show is, I love how much you talk about pajamas, which is both hilarious and accurate. We both love pajamas. Grace, why do you love pajamas? Well, I want to say you and I have connected on this very early into our friendship when we had just met. Um, I was doing some traveling and I was posting photos from around Paris in different outfits that were just pajamas that I accessorized to look just barely appropriate enough to be out in the world. And this is something that I've always said that, you know, if I ever become a fashion icon of any kind, let it be, let my influence be my love of of pajamas as day wear. Let it be my love of pajamas as as um as fashion to wear out into the world. And um I I tend to have more of a vintage style. Like that's something that I've just naturally always leaned towards and I love um I love the way that like vintage sleepwear and loungewear was so um well made and beautiful looking on women especially um and i you know there's just something really romantic to me about long robes and pajama sets and so much so that yes i will like accessorize them and wear them out into the world um because i love comfortable beautiful pieces of clothing that that feel unique to me. You know, there's a difference between like active wear or athleisure, um, which is maybe also comfortable and, and matching. Um, it's, there's a difference between like an Adidas tracksuit and like beautiful sleepwear. 
And for whatever reason, I have always felt my best when I am wearing beautiful sleepwear. But I'm also very lucky because because I run my own business and my own schedule. Um, you know, I'm able to not show up to an office or I don't have to show up to an office and I don't have a dress code. And um, this means that I can be really experimental with fashion. But you, you have you and I have that in common, Sandra. So, so why do you love pajamas? And does does working for yourself and working from home influence that at all? It's funny to start with that question because we, here we are doing an episode about pajamas. This is when we record the show. It's the first thing that I do in the morning because of our production schedule. And today, because we're talking about pajamas, I considered showing up to podcast in my pajamas. But even for this episode, I couldn't do it. I had to get dressed. I have to get dressed to do my daytime work. And um, I, I can't work in my pajamas. And I realized that I think that's part of why I love pajamas so much as an adult is because as someone that works from home, my home doubles as my study and my office, taking a bath and putting on my pajamas, that's my commute home. That's when I get to snuggle up and say it's it's time to put the work away. So I think pajamas are like my anti-work unit. I love that we also started this episode talking about routines and that it turns out the the change into the pajamas is a necessary part of your routine. Required. Mandatory. It's so funny because I did not even process that these are that, that, that we we're very different in this way. I will stay in pajamas for as long as possible. I will wear a nightgown out with cowboy boots and a jacket over it. (laughs) Well, let's talk about that because obviously what you're describing is very different from the like, admittedly, I've been here, the like putting on a coat over your pajamas to take the dog out at 10 p.m. This is a style choice it's a style choice it's highly stylized i'm actually quite excited because when this episode comes out i will have just released a new youtube video about this um i Mm. i do a little i did a little youtube video called make pajamas sexy again and i talk about different you know my love of like vintage sleepwear and I, i i show a bunch of different like sleepwear pajama outfits that um, that I love and also that I've like worn out um, and one of my one of my favorite looks ever was like the leopard print Betsy Johnson pajama set that I wore to the Louvre with like a little oh the little um, red like silk scarf tied around my neck and red flats and my my dad also like loved this outfit he thought it was like amazing that i made it work and showed up to the louvre dressed like that and and that it looked really good um but 
but you know, I'm a person who's who's obsessed with with slowing down and with feeling everything and with um experiencing like pleasure and ex- and luxuriating in life. And I think that it makes sense that my style is so highly informed by that that philosophy. Um, it's not about being lazy, but it's about being authentic and about in- enjoying things more, enjoying life more. So much of my art is about that. <laughs> um, so so you know in my 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 life what did you call your your change to pajamas is the the anti work what is it oh the um the anti work uniform the anti work uniform well you know i would say my my entire life is an anti work <laughs> uniform <laughs> my art is an anti work uniform it's a different it's a different way of living that i um i i want to i want to reframe the way that people see the the possibility that people see for their lives and and um it, it makes sense to me that that one way that i i rebel against against expectations or against conformity is is by as often as possible showing up in pajamas i'll go to the movie theater all the time in pajamas but you know again like i want to I want to um, reiterate, just as you said, I'm not I'm not doing like a coat over a fleece pajama and, you know, feeling frumpy. I'm like wearing beautiful vintage things that I've found very accessorized in a way that's that feels beautiful for me. I do have one exception where I allow myself to wear pajamas outside of the house and that is when I travel so I I pack very light but I always pack pajamas that's like my luxury item I always have a set of pajamas to change into at my destination for bed And on the last day of travel, I like to find a way to incorporate my pajamas into my travel outfit. I don't like to wear my my pajamas on the way there because, like, the airplane-ness just makes the pajamas feel less clean to me when I've arrived at my destination. But I I love to... um, I love to incorporate some aspect of my pajamas into my going home outfit, and that helps me feel more um, more cozy. But it, it's also like this delicious secret of like, oh, you, no one knows this is actually pajamas because I have some favorite pajama designers. One of them is a, comp- a local company called Atla, and they design these pajamas that are for wearing on airplanes or in transit. And so it's this beautiful, um, durable Japanese fabric that um, I can I'll link a picture to it in um, in our show notes, but it's designed to wear like during the day and then also comfy enough to sleep in. There is another pajama brand that we must mention that I must hear you talk about because we have this shared love of not just their company 
and their business practices, but of all of the writing that they do through their website and newspaper. So tell tell us about Desmond and Dempsey, Zandra. Oh my gosh. Um, so Desmond and Dempsey make not only beautiful, artful pajamas, um, but their whole like lifestyle I, I I don't want to say brand because it that makes it feel less like a pajama adjacent word. But they do um, every time you can order their pajamas, you can include a free copy of their Sunday paper, which is how I was introduced to Eve Babbitts and um, many other literary discoveries through this paper that they do, which is to embody the idea of like having a restful Sunday where you're just reading the paper and um, reading reading novels and being in your cute pajamas. And my um, my pajama set that I have from them is called The Expressionist, which just feels very art life. Um, but they are my pajama crush brand for sure. Well, they have this whole philosophy behind what they do and, you know, the, this beautiful love story about running the business together and this newspaper that they write um, all about travel and leisure. It's beautiful. I find their work so inspiring. And um, on my on my end of the world or from my end of the world, uh, I, I did some modeling in a, a set of lingerie and um, sleepwear from this brand called Lingerie and Literature which I'm obsessed with. It's like a women-owned like small business here in LA that does um does like lingerie and sleepwear inspired by classic literature. Could not be a a, a company more in alignment with what I care about. <laughs> and you know, I I love I love their stuff and I lo- I love wearing it, but I also just I love the idea of it. You know, I, I it's it's so as someone who's so staunchly anti-capitalist, I can just hear the word business or brand and shut down. And then I discover these, you know, these these artists, basically, these um these business people, creators making beautiful pieces of clothing from the heart and making them very art life, you know, making a newspaper about it, inspiring their collections. Uh or, or creating their collections inspired by literature, and I'm I'm reminded like just just how much love and creativity and um and intention can go into these small businesses like Desmond and Dempsey and Lingerie and Literature, and these are these are not sponsored comments, by the way. I just want to say to anyone listening, like Zandra and I just really wanted to make this episode because it's something we love and something that brings us joy and we said oh we have to mention these two businesses because we really we really respect the work that they're doing in the world i mean i wish it were sponsored that would be fun um i do have an affiliate link hey 
I do have an affiliate link just as a customer for Desmond and Dempsey. So if you want to check that out, I'll make a link for that at heroinetraining.com slash PJ. Um, But yeah, I'm thinking about how we chose to title this episode, The Pajama Life, and how when we do an episode like that where we call something um, the life, it's just, it's so at the core of what you and I love and what um, what is a part of our lives. And so it's a reminder to me to to hold the items in my life to that standard where something in this something an, an essential like a pajama. Why not um, go, through the research process or the ex- exploratory process of finding a garment that really resonates on so many levels, whether it's um, environmental and travel-related like Atla or art and life-related like Desmond and Dempsey or laundry and literature says the whole thing. I I want to apply that kind of connection to the items that I have to have in my life to like to other parts of my life too, to my kitchen and to other rooms of my house. So maybe for future episodes to come. And one final story before we wrap up, my favorite family tradition is on my dad's side, the, the night before Christmas Eve, the night before Christmas, um, all of us, open one present we're only allowed to open one present we open a package of a fresh set of pajamas from santa and then we have to wear them on christmas all day that's the rule mandatory and it's mandatory and i that's my favorite tradition of everything in my family so i just i also love i love pajamas because of that because it reminds me of my family So what is the art life? The art life is living with intention. What is the art life? The art life is joy. Yes. And that's that's it. I mean, that's the purpose of this episode right there. Oh, just feeling good. <laughs> and the poster for that is you in the Louvre with your pajama outfit. Just enjoying the art. So before we say goodbye today, Grace and I wanted to make a a little announcement that in the spirit of exploring and expanding this show, we have some exciting new projects on the horizon for the art life. And to make those projects happen, we are going to be publishing episodes less frequently. We've been doing weekly for a while now and are going to be doing fewer episodes for a little while longer in order to um, prepare these surprises. So the best way to make sure that you keep in touch and don't miss anything 
is to subscribe to this podcast, The Art Life, on your favorite podcasting platform, and also to follow both of us to um, to stay in touch. Yeah, we talked a little bit today about you know a piece of writing you just did about getting back into your teens, and we've talked about my modeling work and new YouTube, but you know you and I also we we write about and post about this show pretty frequently so if you're trying to keep up um and want to stay in touch with our work and uh and the art life the podcast um make sure that you're following us as well so zandra where can people find your art my art is on heroinetraining.com and you could subscribe for updates um i'll send you my new pieces of writing at heroinetraining.com slash subscribe. And as mentioned, I also publish on Instagram at heroinetraining. And that's the best way to um, to be updated on the podcast stuff there too. I will always announce a new episode on Instagram. And I think that's all for now. How about you, Grace? Where can people find your art? I post about this show on Instagram at Grace Gordon Official, and I also post every time we have a new episode on my Patreon, patreon.com slash Grace Gordon Official. I will also drop a link in the show notes of this episode to my new YouTube channel, since my next, um, my next episode will, or episode, I'm so used to saying episode because of this show, because my <laughs> next YouTube video is about pajama life. Um, Can't wait. So that will be uh, dropped in the show notes anyway. I, uh, yeah, Patreon is a great place to find me because that's sort of where everything I'm up to is compiled and written about every week. All right, everyone. Well, we won't be away for very long, but until next time, from my side of the world, good morning. And from my side of the world, Get into some pajamas and say goodnight. Good night. Bye. Bye. This is The Art Life, a heroin training podcast with Grace Gordon and me, Zandra Robinson Burns. You can find us online at theartlife.show and send letters to The Art Life, care of Grace Gordon, P.O. Box number 4292. Valley Village, California, 91607, or email us, theartlife at heroinetraining.com. Our theme music is The Stream by Rory. Thank you for joining us.